You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 20, Coaching Yourself Through the Holidays. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. It's that time. Are you ready? The holidays are standing before us. If you're in the U.S. and you celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, the end of the year, there's a lot that's packed into about six weeks or less. But before we go there, let's first talk about successes. The football team, they won their last game, and it's true, they've advanced to the first round of the playoffs. It's a pretty big deal for a couple reasons. One, the team is performing better this year than it has in several. So it's a big deal for the school and the community. And two, they played so well, like they were reading the plays, they made very few errors, they noticed when the other team was going to make an error and were able to recover a fumble or catch an interception. Exciting time. When my son was born, I never saw him being more than a baby or a toddler, and I certainly didn't dream about him being a teenager. This is all new. And it's exciting to be a spectator of his experience as well as the experience that his team is creating for both the school and the fans. Another success is that we, my husband and I, are becoming increasingly involved in the community, which is super cool. We are going to give a talk for Veterans Day. I'll let you know how that one goes. The topic of coaching yourself through the holidays really stands out as one that simply must be discussed, because we can all use some additional tools to work with. The holidays are far enough away right now that your calendar probably has some open space. About a year ago, I presented some small group workshops on this topic and they were well received. So here's the podcast version of it. Let's start with how do you coach yourself? Coaching is essentially thinking about your thinking. That's first. And then second is choosing to not believe everything you think. It's looking at our current mindset, basically what we're creating in our lives, It also looks at what's holding us back. I want to go back to that phrase, not believing everything you think. It's really important because a thought comes up in your mind and there's hundreds or thousands of them each day, doesn't make them true or helpful or relevant. Thoughts are simply strings of words that just kind of pass through. Sometimes they automatically come up. Sometimes there's some deep programming and there are certain events that trigger them. What we can do is apply our higher brain, our reasoning, our executive function, to decide that that string of words or that thought or that belief system, it is or is not going to get our attention. Coaching yourself means noticing your thinking, your energy, and how you are interacting in the world, and it all goes together. Remember the framework that we've talked about in the past. We feel because of what we think. We take action in our life based on how we feel. When we're inspired, we take certain actions. 
When we're down or sad or depressed, we take different actions. And when we're overwhelmed, pretty likely to take no action. Feeling dictates our actions. That's how we create the results in our lives. Let's talk for a moment about circumstances. Circumstances are those facts that occur. Circumstances are what most people believe are responsible for how they think or feel. Like many people believe that if they won the lottery, they're going to be happy. Or if they got married, then they're going to be happy. But I'll tell you that one thing does not determine the other thing. One thing certainly stimulates or triggers our thinking, but it never decides what our response is going to be. So let's play. Let's see what your mind comes up with for these examples. I'm going to give you some circumstances. I'm just curious about what comes up for you. The first one, waiting two hours at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Did some automatic thoughts come up or immediate thoughts? How about this one? You woke up an hour late. The next one, you are invited to a party. And finally, you are not invited to a party. Did you have some immediate thoughts for each one? Are there any themes in those thoughts? Themes, at least in terms of how you feel, like you feel calm or frustrated or you've got a whole bunch of adrenaline. So notice the thinking that comes up, whatever it is. And also know that it doesn't mean it's right, true, relevant, or helpful. Because those automatic thoughts or those immediate thoughts come up, they are still subject to override. And that's where coaching comes in because you can override them at any time, even after the thought comes out. Circumstances are the fuel for our thinking, but it will never dictate what we have to think or will think. There are plenty of lottery winners that are not happy. There are plenty of people who get married who are not happy. And on the flip side, I'm sure there are plenty of people in both categories that are happy. But that circumstance doesn't dictate what somebody thinks or what somebody feels. Going back to the holidays, boy, the holidays give us so much fuel for our thinking and our minds can be spinning around. Think about all the categories that the holidays will touch on or affect, like money, spending, time, relationships, gift giving, gift receiving, living our values or not, food and eating and body image, and our talents and how we use them or maybe how we don't use them. It is such a concentrated time of the year and of course it can be stressful, but you don't have to hide. (laughs) Here's what coaching yourself means. Noticing your thinking When it comes up, what are the immediate thoughts that are coming up? It's noticing how your energy changes when it does and in what direction it changes to. It's allowing yourself to take some deep breaths. And notice when that thinking is gathering more energy and creating a storm or creating chaos. Coaching yourself means to choose to stay aware rather than to react to what is going on. And... It may mean adding more compassion for yourself or for others when it's occurring so that you're not falling back into old habits or patterns that leave you feeling empty 
or cause strained relationships or whatever else it has done or caused in the past. Coaching yourself is maintaining that connection between your head and your heart or what you're thinking and how you're feeling and provides an avenue to stay connected. Here are the steps. First, notice the thoughts that are coming up or ramping up. Second, notice how you feel. Third, this is the pause. Don't react. Don't judge. Fourth, take a deep breath. Like we've practiced in a podcast on how to take a deep breath. Do that one. Deep breath in. Hold it a few seconds. Let it out. Then fifth, give it a name. Whatever it is, give it a name. Oh, this is comparison. Oh, it's fear. Oh, this is chaos. Oh, I'm in the land of never winning. Whatever it is. And we're talking about those times when the thoughts and the emotions are really taking you away from your true self. If you're in the midst of positive thoughts, give that a name too, so you recognize it. Sixth, take a step back. Don't react. Remind yourself that this is what you are experiencing, not who you are. Seventh, explore what is occurring. This part is really important so that we don't react or act based on what's going on. I encourage you to set a timer for five minutes and just process it because you want to know what's coming up. Over time, it will take a lot less time. But for now, if you're just starting to coach yourself, it may take five minutes. And it's going to be helpful because this is valuable information for when it happens again. Our last step, eighth, decide if it's true. Is the thinking true? Is it false? And either way, if it's true or it used to be true or it's false, are you ready to let go of it? Can you shed it? So that's it. Eight steps. (laughs) Some people might say, are you kidding? Eight steps? Yep. And they're easy. (laughs) So remember, we've been through the different steps in different podcasts. Like we've, we've been through how to feel, how to feel without reacting, without judging. So we're going to use other podcasts as the framework of coaching yourself. Here's an example that we'll apply our framework to. Let's say I walk into a family party and Aunt Jane walks by and she's got an odd expression and she doesn't say hello, even though she looked at me. So remember our steps. Notice that automatic thinking or that immediate thinking. Notice the thoughts are ramping up. The thoughts might be, am I late? Did something happen? What did I miss? Or whatever it is that you can imagine would come up for you. So second, notice how you feel. So if I'm thinking, am I late? Did something happen? I might start to feel worried or frustrated or insecure. Just notice that. And then third, don't react and don't judge. Just move on to the next step, which is take a deep breath. Then we get to the fifth step, which is to name it. Oh, this is my reaction when I don't know what's going on. This is family drama, or this is what happens when I feel insecure. Whatever it is, just name it. Then six, we're going to step back. I'm not going to act it out. I don't need to run up to Aunt Jane to pacify her or pacify me or find out what happened. I can just take care of me. I can explore my thinking. Oh, this is triggered up. 
different thoughts. Hmm, look at those thoughts. Okay, of course I feel insecure. Of course I feel frustrated. Whatever it is. And then eighth, decide if it's true. Is it really true that I need to be this way or need to think this way? Is it really true that I have to assume that there's family drama before I know what's going on? Hmm, I think I'm going to let that one go. So that's applying coaching yourself to one example. So let's apply it to the holidays. As you think about the holidays, what immediately comes to mind? Just generally, as you think about the holidays. And now here's some more questions to prompt your mind. What do you believe about the holidays? Like, how does it have to be? How do you want it to be? How do others expect it to be? The next question, what do you believe is required of you during the holidays in terms of commitments or spending or time, like family time? And then finally, what do you require of yourself during the holidays? So what are the thoughts that came up? You can pick one, you can pick a series. They tend to come with with friends. So they bring up a lot of thoughts with them. And then how do you feel? When we did this exercise in small groups, people felt stressed out and tired, drained, unfulfilled, and the holidays hadn't even started yet. But just looking at all the different belief systems that came out that they didn't know, but they'd just been acting them out year after year or season after season. And then seeing it, they were like, wow. So if you're an overthinker or high achiever or maybe have some perfectionism tendencies, you can see how much fuel there is for negative thinking. And what most people do is they hold on tightly to it and just act it out, not sure what to do with it. But some people, and my hope is that you or some people, really process that thinking to create a different experience. Coaching yourself means being open to learning and staying in a place of curiosity or getting to that place if you don't automatically start there. So going back to the original example of the family party and Aunt Jane, it's noticing those automatic thoughts that are coming up and how how you feel in response to it. It's labeling it for whatever it is, labeling it as insecure or not enough or family, this triggers family drama, whatever it is, and then taking a step back. It's intentionally deciding that it's not true or not necessary or just outdated thinking, and letting go of it, and then turning the attention to a place of curiosity or a place of learning. Because it's a lot different if that happens. Aunt Jane walks by, she's got an odd expression, she doesn't say hello. It's a lot different if you walk up to her and say, are you okay? It looks like something's not right. Versus running up to her and saying, what happened? What's going on? What did I miss? it's going to elicit a much different response. So coaching yourself means taking full responsibility on what's yours to own and seeing what you can shed. It means that you have a framework from which to view your thoughts and that you never have to buy into the ones that put you down or place blame. You also never have to need or expect things to be different. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You can manage you. Because 
with our thinking, we're both the problem and the solution. And as long as we're stuck in our thinking, we don't see any other options. We go into those automatic or default patterns that may not serve us or others well, which is why it's essential to take that step back and observe it for what's going on. Because the holidays are such concentrated times, there's going to be personal thinking. That's the type of thinking that keeps us from being our best self. It's a time when spending can be overwhelming, or it can bring up thoughts about money or lack of it. It's a time when there's more events possible than we have time for. We may be spending time with people where the relationship changed and we're not sure what to do about it. Or we may be in environments where we're eating or we're expected to eat or overeat. So many adults that I know are working to change their weight. And the holidays bring about an abundance of food, the types of food that both decrease our energy and increase our fat storage. So they go against the goal. Plenty of opportunities to bring up thinking and to bring out less than our best self. I don't enjoy participating in group gift giving events, you know, like the white elephant thing (laughs) or whatever they're called. I find it to be incredibly frustrating and here's why. It's because it brings out my thinking of, why would anyone buy that? Or is this ever going to end? Or I can't believe people enjoy this. And then finally, How can people smile and be rude at the same time in the name of a game? (laughs) I've avoided these for years without fully understanding why. Like I just knew I didn't like them. But as I wrote it out, especially for this example, and started thinking about my thinking, boy, can you see all the judgment there? Of course I'm not going to enjoy it if I'm judging what people buy or how they act or that they actually enjoy the event. If I'm judging the amount of time that it takes. Of course, there's going to be frustration. So here's what I can do. I can anticipate it. I can know in advance that with these events, that thinking is probably going to come up. And when it does, I can decide what I want to do about it. So I can simply say, no, thank you. No drama. Or I can decide that that way of thinking is outdated and unnecessary and actually find value in the event. The same thing applies when I'm around people who have different values than I do. Thinking comes up. So I can notice it at the moment. I don't have to wait until I feel bad or I want to run away. And I definitely don't have to be reactive. I don't have to react to anyone else or myself. I can notice that thinking. I can label it. Oh, this is different values. And I can follow those steps that we just talked about earlier. If you're human and you're going into the holidays, anticipate both the joy and the challenges. And really allow yourself to be fully present to the experience, whatever the experience is. Because you can handle any emotion. You can make decisions from a place of strength, always. You don't have to tolerate anything except the discomfort of your own emotions, which are generated from your thinking which means that you can have peace at any time and in any situation. It means that you can step back and you can allow that thinking without reacting to it. And sometimes the action to take is just to step back and observe that it's there and have tons of compassion. That's all you need to do. 
You can also choose which situations you want to be part of and like your reasons for doing it or not doing it. I'm wishing you abundance during this holiday season and sending you all my best. I'll see you next time.